All right, the beer is cold. It's Saturday night, and this is Movies and BS with Andrew. And I'm Katie, and we are back. Yeah, sorry for the month long wait. I do appreciate your patience. I was getting the crap out. Let me tell you about that. Oh, boy. Bunch of fun. It breakdowns. We cried. We yelled. Nobody got hurt. Had a pretty good crop. Most of it was down, messed up by the wind. For those of you who don't farm, makes it super miserable and super slow. But we wrapped up, uh, let's see, two, two, nights two nights ago, Thursday, in the rain and the mud and the snow. And uh, I just got done getting the dryer cleaned out. So, so out of your whole entire farming experience for Harvest of 2021, are we close to even being done with farm stuff? Oh, we just got to get everything chiseled plowed and stuff away. But we're getting there. You say you still have a month's worth of work. No, I got maybe a couple of good weeks. and then About we'll, a month's worth of work. We'll be there. <laughs> you know, there's a quote on Instagram. Uh, somebody said, farming is saying... It'll sl everything will slow down in a couple weeks. Hey, it's better in a couple of weeks. Yeah, minutes. everything will slow down in a couple <laughs> weeks. Yeah, right. For the rest of your life. Yep. <laughs> no, it just it's it's uh, it's the grind, you know. It's what we've been working towards since spring, and um, we got corn in the bin and a bunch all in town, and got pretty good price, and I uh, can't be thankful. For more than that. So I guess the real important question, though, is, my dear Andrew, with this time that you spent out in the field away from family, were you able to find the time to watch TV shows and movies? Oh, you silly wench. <laughs> First of all, I'm never away from my family because it's a family farm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, not a lot of TV shows, some movies here or there. Um, Mainly staples, you know, like Sopranos. So our last episode, folks, was The Saint of Newark. That was episode 10, October 9th. So we're over a full month of not having talked to our wonderful audience. And um, that pushed me down the road of the Soprano season. So I'm already to, I think, season 6A. Um, Johnny Sack just got arrested and Tony is... In the hospital. In the hospital. Just got shot by June. Yeah. Uncle June. So... I, the end on this one. <laughs> I thought of that today. I don't know what I was doing. What? Uh, I think I shut the lights out in the crib, which is this old barn, corn crib. Um, I shut down the dryer, closing the door, and all I could think of was that, that part where Uncle June pops out. He's like, ha, manga, manga, and he shoots Tony. You know? <laughs> and I just thought about it. I'm like, that be such... curious if Tony or if June just popped out of the crib. Ah, manga, manga. <laughs> You know, it's bored. been a long time since I've actually seen the shooting of Tony. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, yeah, he got shot. And then, you know, I usually watch the episodes with him in the hospital. So, yeah, I completely forgot about how crazy June was at that moment with his, like, Alzheimer's, dementia, strokey type of things. It's just like, ah! Yeah, and it makes you kind of think about, you know, those types of people that do go kind of batty. And all the terrible things they have done in their real life, you know, if they're reliving that experience, that's terrifying on its own. Just, yeah, when I killed a guy, you know, it's like PTSD to an extent, maybe, you know, like back in the war, it's just like, Jesus Christ, worst thing I've done 
would be nowhere near as bad as that. But obviously, I'm not in the mafia, so I'm not as cool. Uh, so, so getting on our soprano talk, before we get any deeper into this podcast, should we address our loyal listeners that have written to us oh, during absolutely. our month-long hiatus? Absolutely. Get ready, folks, because here you go. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's her boy, and I do uh, appreciate the. Jeff's like a nervous mom. I'm just like, <laughs> Jeff's hey, a good guy. you let me know if you're getting through okay. No, I appreciate it. I love it. you, Jeff. He's and participating Laura. well. Yeah, but Jeff uh, sends an email, and this was from our Saints of Newark episode, talking about uh, expecting more from the Saints of Newark movie, but um, if it's not the story, it's something to get him going. He did agree with Super. I, I agree with what he wrote about Super Mario Brothers uh, being the best worst movie ever made. I, okay, definitely. That's a beautiful way to put it. Um, best worst movie ever. Yes, but like, I want a sequel, and I think a sequel could have like been awesome. If, Are you talking like the original cast type of sequel? Yeah, like, like yeah, but but I'm talking about? like. You know, the next year. I'm not talking, well, Bob Hoskins is oh, dead. Oh, yeah, he is dead. dead. But I'm talking like the next year. Like they set it up, they they left the cliffhanger. Ooh, that's going to be a little episode. But I, I didn't look that up, though. Did it like bomb in the box office? I think so. Is I think it? it just tanked hard. But I love terrible movies. I know you do. It just hit all the buttons with me. I'm like, this thing is, this could have been great. We could have been heroes. But. <laughs> No, um, but I agree with Jeff completely. And then he asks, with Halloween Kills, which I did not watch. Did you watch Halloween Kills? I haven't had time yet, but I want to watch that so badly because you see Michael Myers coming out of the house with a big-ass, like, Halligan, right. like, which is a firefighter's tool, and you're just like, oh, he's just going to just oh. whoop some ass. Yeah, so Jeff oh, asks, what that. is Katie's favorite Michael Myers movie? And what does she think is the worst? Take it away. Okay, so excellent question, Jeff. Now, normally, I do not like slasher movies. I really don't like them. I think that they're overly violent. But if the violence is done right, I'll watch it. And my favorite one is the Rob Zombie version. So of him doing Halloween, the very first one. Uh, do you remember watching that one where they kind of like had the kids in the movie like the babysitters actually look like high school kids not jamie lee curtis like 40 years old as the main character rob zombie did a michael myers movie yes he did it was like 2000 early 2000s like 2007 was this like during oh, like, the time of house of a thousand corpses yeah and all he, that? he like had machete in it for a little bit he, he got brutally murdered at the very beginning oh. um the I, guy who did Clockwork Orange that, um... That's a movie that for another time. Boy, that's screwed up. Yeah, but it's the main character. He plays the doctor in it. It, like, gets in the deep cut as, like, hey, Michael Myers was a child murderer. Not sorry. He was a child that was a murderer. Why did he kill? And, of course, Rob Zombie does it, like, he was picked on. He was bullied. His mother was a stripper. That's kind of, like, fucked him up. So, yeah, I like that version the best. Worst one, though, is, like, Halloween 3, which is where it has no Michael Myers in it. It's, like, this weird, like, shamrock corporation of, um, 
oh, hey, we're going to, like, turn everybody into, um, like, basically zombies on Halloween. We're brainwashed and wearing these, like, special Halloween masks. It has no fucking Michael Myers bits in it at all, except the very end, which shows a teeny tiny clip of him on the television. That is it. It is a chunk of shit. Good to know. Yeah, I've never got down with the whole Michael Myers thing. Some people just like live and die by it. I don't get it. She stabs him, kills him, whatever, and then he's just like, oh, I'm back. And it's like, oh, we're going to do this for 10 freaking movies? One of my podcasts, as I'm like talking about a podcast that's talking about this movie while on a podcast, it's just like, hey, it's Halloween time. Why don't these people in this town that knows that Michael Myers is coming, why don't they fucking leave? Um, because this is America. Uh, America, bitches. Well, I mean, we, (laughs) yeah, I mean, we can't get on the same page with the virus that's killing people, much less canceling Halloween. No, I'm not going down that road. I'm just saying, good luck. Uh, No. (laughs) I've given all all hope on all people in the United States. But, Jeff, I hope that does. Some little justice to your question. Uh, I love the Rob Zombie version, the very first one that he did. I don't know if he did like the second one. It was, I have no idea. I don't know how many Rob Zombie did. I think he ever did. I know he did the, his remake, which was the first one, which was awesome. And the second one was just like, what? Okay, yeah. So definitely know. a good question for you because I'm not in the Michael Myers thing because. Uh, like I said, I just don't, like I get Jason because it's kind of like paranormal. No, I don't like the Jason thing. So. Yeah, but I mean, like the the newest Jason, not the Freddy vs. Jason, but like the one where it's like, hey, these kids are banging, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a machete, and there's Jason, and he's back from the lake, and you know, I, uh, are you like talking the very first one where his no, mom I'm is talking actually like the, the remake. I'm talking like two thousand remake. Of the remake of yeah. the remake. Like the newest one that came out. I yeah. don't even know what the hell. Yeah, I think the first else. one was his mom, right? She was getting back all the That's camp counselors. That's a classic concerts. one, though, okay? That first yeah. one was pretty good, and it had Kevin Bacon in it. Of course, it had Kevin Bacon is Yeah, he dies so bad in that one. Do you remember how he goes? No, I don't. He's in a bunk bed after having sex, and he's just kind of relaxing, and all of a sudden you see him like, his hand come out of nowhere underneath the bunk bed, grab his forehead, and you see this arrow come up through his throat. Oh, there you go. Is so fucked up. Yeah. Gratuitous sex. Gratuitous sex. I got into so much trouble for a slumber party for bringing that movie over. Mm -hmm. Also bringing Silence of the Lambs. Jesus. We were like in eighth grade. Yeah, those are acceptable. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys can't handle Silence of the Lambs. It's really not that scary, except for the part where like the poor fucking like prison guard, he's like crucifix style on the wall and uh he's like gutted i'm just like oh yeah mom's gonna get a phone call obviously quick question like your friends at your slumber party with were they kind of heavier set gals no they weren't they were we were like the b to c group of cool people okay so yeah i was just solid a so i don't know you were not a solid a Thought I was. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the problem. You think you're a solid A, but you're a hard D. I can just imagine you'd be yeah. like sitting around eating popcorn and stickers and be like, oh, there's about this guy that steals fat girls and sticks her skins. 
No, it's not that. (laughs) And I was notorious for slumber parties where I didn't like sleeping at people's houses. So I would stay for like the food and eat the snacks. I'd be like, you know what? I feel more comfortable in my own fucking bed. I'm leaving, guys. It's called the stick in the mud. Oh, I was such a stick in the mud. So imagine bringing these like really great horror movies over to your friend's house and just like, later bitches, and then like walk out on them. Nobody would sleep the whole entire night going, fuck is wrong with her why would she bring this amazing yeah too cool for school you are definitely so you didn't get caught up on anything really for watching uh wait does that clear for emails with yeah yeah yeah. we had one question and i wanted to say like come back so we're here we're here jeff we're here jeff so you did watch a movie here at home dune Oh, yeah. And I walked in on that, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. All right, so let me, like, play this for you. Dune started, like, 1970s with a classic novel that's, like, 12,000 pages. Is it a series? Is that the thing? No, it's, I don't know. It's it's in the realm of, like, I don't want to call Lord of the Rings, but because Dune people get offended. Um... (laughs) It's like a thousand page novel. And and the essence is you have, instead of like Game of Thrones, where you have houses and, you know, lands of this realm, you have the emperor who has planets and houses are entire planets. Okay. So like you have like House of Tyrese and then you have like House whatever. Long story short, um, they're after this secret spice they call it the special mineral from this planet that helps them with that pretty much allows them to have interstellar travel well the emperor has one family rule the planet they become uber rich he gets salty shoves them off (laughs) brings in another house that's the most popular house of the empire lining them up like little chess pieces so they can fight and battle and so forth okay my take on Dune. Probably the best Dune movie that's been out. Are you no. talking about even the 1980s classic that had like Sting uh, in it? Yeah, and that was just like, I don't know why they had to do that. Because I think they did in the 1980s too. <laughs> but they could save an hour if they would get rid of the artistic, just long stretches of like, hey, look at the sand blowing with the sun angled just right and blue eyes. And I, Literally, it's like three hours long. Cut an hour off, shove, you know, take their artistic stuff and toss it, which I get it, and it's going to win awards, and people are going to be like, Dune was beautiful. Like, reading the thing on HBO, it's like, thrilling, beautiful, elegant, magnificent, amazing, and just any type of adjective you could throw in there. Like, somebody just got out there with the source, like, how to describe this movie. I thought it was okay. It's a basic story of people wanting to have money and power okay. and screwing over in another civilization except with spaceships. We've seen it a million times. It's been around for a long time. And this time they decided, let's get every major actor we can to get in this, from Jason Momoa to uh, Thanos, what's his name? Oh, Josh, Josh Brolin. to name a person. They're freaking <laughs> in it, you know? And I'm all for it. I know I sound salty, but I hope the next one just gets to the point. And I think coming off the Marvel decade, 
where we've had, you know, just three-hour movies, but they're action-packed for all three hours, and then we get into, ooh, watch the sand blow. You know, you're just like, kill me. No, just I didn't watch it. I caught bits and pieces of it, and from when I walked in, I was like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. It was like that line off The Great Lebowski where Walter just goes out on Donnie and just like, you're just like a child wandering in in the middle of the room wanting to know what's going on. And I didn't want to interrupt you because it looked like you were trying to pay attention to this. <laughs> and it looked really complicated. And I was just like, I have no time. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean. I wanted to like it. Does that count? So, if Dune came out in the 70s, late 70s, book form, okay. and the first movie is in the 80s. So, if you're like a hardcore Dune person. And apparently, my work has a lot of Dune fans, uh -oh. which I did not know that there would be a lot of Dune fans. And I, I was just like trying to put math to it. It's like if I'm 14 in 1980, 90, 2000, 2010, you know, that's 30 years. You're. These Dune people are pushing 50 years old. Or mid-40s. Yeah. And I, you're, that generation is like D&D, &D, didn't have they cell phones until they were of, like well were, out of college. We came from these nerds, though, so we should give them the respect that they deserve. And I, I'm, I'm respecting them totally, but it's... It's... I don't know, it's just, it's just another, it's the same story of money and power. It's but it was like one of the first stories of right. money and power. No, I don't know about one of the first. I mean, Lord of the Rings goes back, what, early 1900s? Uh, yeah, like World War One. Yeah, era. and then what's the, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is... Around uh, the same era. Jesus Christ. Uh, C.S. Lewis. Allegory, Lion, so forth. I, I don't know. It... I'm all for it. I think they're trying to get something else going. I'm hoping they set the stage. They got the main players there. It was three hours long. Hopefully the next one's two hours long, and they cut down on the artistic stuff. But I don't know. It's kind of like the color of water. Remember the color of water? I never watched that. What, what the hell is that? That's the one with the fish guy. You remember? No, who is the color of water? Yeah, you had like the, the mute janitor and she's working in like a special lab. It was color of, wasn't it? The, the color? shape of water. Shape of water, my bad. <laughs> <The color laughs> of water. Yeah, the shape of water. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> you remember the whole time you're watching the shape of water? And, uh,. <laughs> You just wanted to watch her fuck the fish thing. Well, yeah, like, you're like, you spent two hours, you're like, what does his dick look like? <laughs> fish penis. Never see it. Oh, the color of water. And they want, want all these, like, artistic awards and, like, this and that, and the creepy dude, you know, it's just like, uh, spent two hours <laughs> looking for the fish dick. What happened? Oh, my know. God, I'm going to die. Anyways, so watch June. I know I'm going to offend... 12,000 billion Dune people out there. Or like the five listeners that we have. And probably three of them are really hardcore Dune. I got nothing against Dune. I just shave an hour off and save me some time. Hopefully the next time they will. And there's a love story involved. And the mom. And the blah, 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 blah. We've done this. Okay. I'm just getting old and bitter with the, the 
let's have interstellar war. Oh. All right, so you got Dune Watch. I got a series watch. I'm kind of flipping this back and forth here. And we are going to do this as a two-parter tonight, right? Two-parter special, folks. Two-parter special, because... As you deserve it for yes, waiting a do. month. I got a new series done on Netflix finished, and that was Midnight Mass. So, you know, like how we watched The Haunting of Hill House. That was excellent. And The Haunting of Live Manor. Not uh, good. Not excellent. We're good. Okay, so this is the third one. It's the same guy who did all. It's like that Mike Flanagan dude. And this one is kind of a different take on it. There aren't ghosts in it this time, boys and girls. Spoiler alert, it is vampires. Oh, vampires, no. Yeah, so how it starts off is that this guy's named Riley. Riley accidentally, as you accidentally can kill somebody while drunk driving, ends up killing a girl while he's drunk driving. He goes to prison, like you do. Yep. Uh, his family was very super religious, still is very super religious. He gets out of jail. He's haunted by the fact that he killed this girl. She's in his dreams. He feels horrible. He's trying to put his life back together. So he has to uh, fulfill his parole obligations by going home. It's the only place that he can go for his parole stuff. You have to have an address. And his home happens to be on an island. And it doesn't say specifically where it's at, but um, he goes home. Family is super religious. The old Monsignor priest has gone on a journey of some kind. He goes a pilgrimage. A pilgrimage. That's the word. That's a religious word. Uh, goes on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and comes back with something. Oh, like I said. Oh, do you want to know? Sure. All right. For those that want to watch Midnight Mass, um, tune out for the next four minutes. Go. Okay. So the old priest comes back with a vampire, which he thinks is an angel of God. Mm. And this angel of God attacked him while he was on the road to Damascus. 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 I fucked that up. Help yourself to a map. Help yourself to a fucking history book. <laughs> or geography. <laughs> or geography book. Uh, gets attacked by this vampire and drains him to the point of near death. But then does what all vampires do, bites into his wrist, feeds him his blood, and it turns this like 88-year-old man into a young man. He's a young man again. So he comes back to his island where he started his church, and his name is Father Paul. Just like Paul, who was once named Saul, and his eyes were opened before the Lord. Yeah, so he thinks that this vampire thing is an angel, and I'd be like, that is not a fucking angel. Well, but I guess it's up to... Uh, interpretation, which yeah. is how he interprets it in the Bible, is that angels were fierce-looking and terrifying, and that people were scared to death of angels in the Bible. But even again, me, I'm just like, that's not an angel. Not your angels. Not my angels. Not my supernatural angels like Castiel. My angels are the rock things from Noah, starring Russell Crowe. That's the only way I'll <laughs> accept them. Kind of like the giant rock. Um, what's the scorpions? You know, they got the big tail. Are you talking like from... Uh, the movie Noah. 
no, not the movie Noah. What yeah. was it that we were watching? I was just like, good lord, this is a hunk of shit. A Clash of the Titans type of things where those scorpion motherfuckers come out. Yeah, but like the movie Noah, those angels had like little scorpion tails. Yeah, no, my angel my... is Alan Rickman going, Alan Rickman. I am an angel of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I am the voice. I am the Metron. Metron. No, Metadrome? Metadrome? No, you're going Man, like Transformer style here, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's what I called your vagina the other night. Oh, that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> the Decepticon. God damn it. Um, you can probably guess what I called Optimus Prime. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. But yeah, going back to this, all these miracles start happening on the island, and. <laughs> I hate you so goddamn much. I can't bring the show back after that point. Yeah, so he comes back with the vampire. What happens to the town folk? So he starts feeding the people the vampire's blood during communion. Nice. And like you do, changes start happening. The lame start to walk. The very old and feeble start to feel better. People are happy again. But it comes at a price. You do not remain that way if you're killed. So the priest ends up getting poisoned and dies. And instead of being like, hey, I'm a healthy person now, comes back as a full-fledged bloodsucker. Nice. And it goes from there in the mysteries as to what happens. I won't spoil the ending. Um, there is one bitch in the movie that I absolutely hate. She is the epitome of like the Catholic bitch the see you next Tuesday that every parish has where it's just like you're so self-righteous that I just want to punch you in the face with crucifix oh. yeah so every bad memory that I had of uh, this particular woman is represented by this character in the movie Okay. Yeah, it's pretty awesome though. So if you want to watch something, if you are like a fan of like Haunting of Hill House, Fly Fanner, give this one a shot. Like in the ranking of it, Haunting of Hill House is still number one. Yeah. I'll give Midnight Mass number two and Blythe Manor is three. What was Blythe Manor again? Uh it's the English haunted story where the children are being watched by the nanny from America that's a lesbian. Lesbian. You remember that? It's like an eighties version. Oh, kind of. I remember the pants. Yeah, you were just like, oh, God, did she have a baby or something? Like, I was just like, quit looking at her ass the whole entire time. Like, those pants are not flattering. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's kind of like that midsummer chick, like, when we were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that one scene right before shit gets weird, like, hey, welcome to our festival. And we, like, saw this really... Chunky gal with shorts, they're like, Oh, honey, no, <laughs> a lot of ass, <laughs> a whole lot of ass in them shorts. That's another movie if you're uh, wanting to get creeped out with the whole Halloween, uh, fall, spooky, weird, uh, really uh, cements the fact that when I go to Europe again, I'm just gonna stay on the tourist things where I know I'm not gonna end up well, anywhere near with freaky deaky people for midsummer. We are midsummer. Or midsummer. All I know is we're not going to go to Sweden. We're not going to go to yeah. any Norwegian country. We're just going to leave that shit alone. Oh, man. That, that, that movie 
mess a lot of people up. All I know is, you know how some movies kind of roll off your back type of deal? That one kind of stuck in your head like a sticky tar, almost. It sticks with it. It's good. What is it? I, I don't know. I like it. I didn't like it at all. Like, it's a one and done for me. I was pretty I happy with it. I would not. I just. I um, like the guy who does the stories and stuff like that. I, I like it. That's messed up. Man. I know it is. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I really do like good horror movies, and that was a good horror movie. This is a really weird movie. Weird people. That's good. You know, the sad part is there's some probably truth in some of that somehow. Some you see, way. that's why it bothers you because it might happen. It might be real. Well, yeah, it probably was real. All together. I don't know. People jumping off rocks and hitting giant hammers and drinking period blood. It was messed up. But, you know, that's why we watch things to uh, move forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Should so, we finish part one and then go to be continued? Yeah, we could uh, transition here with our transition period. Let's have a note from our sponsors. We have none. Okay. So, if you want to sponsor us, you can send me a Big fat nasty wad of cash, and we will read the copy perfectly yes, whenever we you are trying to sell. You can send me cash, we'll route one with you. There you go. <laughs> um, speaking of that, you know, big wad of steamy cash as good as it gets. I did watch that again. You did watch that movie, still amazing. It still holds up. 97 Jack Nicholson, my man, Greg Kinnear was excellent. Cuba, Helen Hunt. What happened to Helen? Where'd she go? I heard that she's kind of nasty to work with, and nobody just wanted to deal with her. Mm, they can't send Helen I don't know. I think this was just kind of a bitch. Oh, see it. All right. So uh, make sure you guys uh, click on part two. Part two. We'll see you in a bit.